Welcome to the Pastor's Table. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about discerning of spirits, the gift of the Spirit called discerning of spirits, and how that's different from discernment that all believers can have at all times as they walk with the Lord. And we're going to be talking about it in detail so that you can know the difference for yourself and be open and available and expect the Holy Spirit to work in your life that way as well. Be blessed. Oh, here we are again. Hallelujah. <laughs> Welcome to the pastor's table. We had such a great time. We love the Word of God. I hope you get that. Mm -hmm. We like to talk about it. And just as a little sidebar, when we come together to film these episodes, we're each praying and studying, and then we come together and, and just allow Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us, even in the scriptures and the things that come up. Because we love you and we pray for you. The whole point in all of this is letting our love come out as we serve and bless you and, and believe God to hear the Holy Spirit for things that will help you grow and have confidence in the walk Amen. of Jesus in your life. It's been so in our heart because we see that many people get into trouble where discerning of spirits is. And last few episodes, we talked about actually discernment, which comes out of just a submission to Holy Spirit. Today, we're going to talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. It's different. Like the gift of prophecy is a gift of Holy Spirit. He administrates it severally right. as he wills, just like the other gifts of the Spirit that it talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And so we're talking specifically about the gift of discerning of spirits. This gift, people may usually think, oh, it discerns demons. Yeah. Well, it doesn't just discern demons. It can discern angels. It can also discern other believers. It can help you discern flesh. Mm -hmm. That's not very welcome. Mm -hmm. And it can also help you discern what's Jesus and what's not. Mm -hmm. But it's moved by the Holy Spirit and it works differently because it's not based on, on the knowledge that you know about God as you've learned to walk by the Spirit. And what do I mean by that? It means that you'll have that unction in the same way you would have an unction to prophesy or operate in a gift of healing or something like that. And it's something you couldn't have known before. And it just and it's it's on the moment. You could be praying for somebody, you could meet somebody on the street and and it's like that sudden warning mm -hmm. that this is different and you had no reason to think that. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to go to Acts chapter 8 mm -hmm. and we're going to see this in real time. Mm -hmm. Bible time. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you read it Pastor Jason? All right, where shall we start? Do we want to start up with verse 9? Yeah, but there was sure. a man. Yeah. All right, so Acts chapter 8 and verse 9, uh, just a little preamble here. Uh, Philip had been preaching in the city and many were getting saved and uh, then even uh, getting filled uh, with the Spirit. And so uh, we're going to read that in verse 15. But let's start in verse 9. It says, But there was a man named Simon who had formerly practiced magic arts in the city to the utter amazement of the Samaritan nation, claiming that he himself was an extraordinary and distinguished person. <laughs> uh, that, that should tell you something not right about that. <laughs> when he is speaking of himself, I'm someone wonderful and great. <laughs> and then, uh, but, here, yeah, but here the city, and says they, referring to those in the city, um, they all pay earnest attention to him, mm -hmm. from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is that exhibition of the power of God, mm -hmm. God, which is called the great, which is called great. So I think in the King James, this is a little bit differently. 
How does it say it in King James? Uh, this man is the great dunamis of God power. Yeah, so they're saying, look at that guy. He's the power of God. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying about Simon the sorcerer. And it says, and they, being the people in the city, were attentive and made much of him because for a long time he had amazed and bewildered and dazzled them mm. with his skill and magical arts. Mm. And look at the words that are being used here. Amazed, bewildered, and dazzled. <laughs> That's how the enemy can operate. Bewildering, amazing. You go, wow, wasn't that great and wonderful? And trick, it says, with magic, with skill. The whole thing behind magic is deception. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what makes magic That's magic. Right. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. deceiving. It's sleight of hand. Mm -hmm. right? So the root of that is to make you think one thing when really it's something else. It doesn't come with a sign on it either. Mm -hmm. It no. shall go, I'm doing sorcery. It doesn't. <laughs> so it says, but when they, now that they is that's spoken of there is the people in the city there where Philip was preaching. Mm -hmm. But when they believed the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, as Philip preached it, they were baptized, both men and women. So they're having a revival in the city. Mm -hmm. Philip is preaching the gospel, and people are getting saved and baptized. Verse 13, even Simon himself believed, and uh, after being baptized, devoted himself constantly to him. The him is Philip. He's following Philip around. And seeing signs and miracles of great power. So now, this great power is the Holy Ghost power, mm -hmm. the real power. Real yeah. stuff, not yeah. the fake, not mm -hmm. the deceptive, not the false but the real power mm. which were being performed, right? He was utterly amazed. Look at how this is a totally so turned around. Mm -hmm. He was amazing. The, uh, Simon the sorcerer was amazing the people with his deceptive arts. But now here comes Philip filled with the Holy Spirit, preaching the gospel, performing signs and wonders by God's power, the real power. And now Simon was amazed at what Philip was doing and what God was doing through Philip at the signs and wonders which were being performed. Now, when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that the, verse 14, uh, that Samaria had accepted the word of the Lord, the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, and they, Peter and John, came down and prayed for them that the Samaritans might receive the Holy Spirit. Mm. For he, the Holy Spirit, had not yet fallen upon any of them, but they had only been baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. Then the apostles laid their hands on them, the people who had been, uh, who are believers, and one by one they received the Holy Spirit. However... When Simon saw that the Spirit was imparted through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he brought money mm -hmm. and offered it to the apostles, to them, saying, Grant me also this power and authority, in order that anyone on whom I place my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. and keep reading. Sure. <laughs> well, I think there's a couple of interesting things, maybe, before we go further. Sure, yeah. First of all, when they recognized Simon, they said, this is the power of God. They didn't say he's God, which mm. is interesting. Mm. But this is the power, and it was the dunamis power. The second time when he's asking, he didn't ask for dunamis. He wanted authority power. Mm. Mm. Oh, interesting. It yeah. is interesting. And so the, the reaction of the people I find very interesting. They didn't, they didn't say, oh, he's like God, but he said he was like the power of God. And so they didn't recognize God. When they recognized Philip, they went, he's telling us about God. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so they were looking at an action. They were focused on the action. And when the Holy Spirit really moves, it will put the focus on God. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very so good. good. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Yeah. Verse 20 says, But Peter said to him, Destruction overtake your money and you. 
because you imagined you could obtain the gift of God with money. Mm-hmm. You have neither part nor lot in this matter, for your heart is all wrong in God's sight. Adds in here, it is not straightforward or right or true before God. Mm. My favorite word, straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Verse 22, so repent of this depravity and wickedness of yours and pray to the Lord that, if possible, this contriving thought and purpose of your heart may be removed and disregarded and forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and a bond forged by iniquity. Mm. And Simon answered, pray for me that nothing of what you said may befall me. Mm. A perfect example of the gift of discerning of spirits. Mm-hmm. We saw the witchcraft, mm-hmm. saw the sorceries, yep. saw people getting all excited yep. about the wrong thing. Yep. And instead of saying, I come against the spirit of witchcraft, it's not what Peter says. That's mm-hmm. right. He doesn't do that. Oh, he must have a spirit of witchcraft. Mm. Always, oh, he's, he's operating with the spirit of witchcraft. Maybe this is the spirit of Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go mm-hmm. with our head, because that's, you know, what we want to do. That wouldn't bring the solution. Here mm-hmm. he comes and he's heard. How would Peter know this? You're in the gall of bitterness. I mean, that's that's a deep thing going on. He had a deep wound. Mm-hmm. And that deep wound opened him up to the works of the devil. Mm-hmm. That's right. And gave allowance for demonic activity to take place in his life at such a point that it was swaying the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Peter has this gift that works. Like, I, I, I mean, I sometimes think, you know, I have a little Peter going on in my life, mm-hmm. um, but reactionary in the right mm-hmm. way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I thought, this is very interesting. This had to be that gift in operation. See how it comes out of, like, how, how did that work? How did he come up with that? Yeah. Holy Spirit taught to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the, like, the chains or bonds of lawlessness. Yeah. Well, if you step back and have a look at it, it didn't really look lawless. And iniquity is is lawlessness and having no law and, or a law unto yourself. So if you step back, if you're doing all this magic and sorceries and all that bewitching, it's very probably organized. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've actually seen some people who do like sleight of hand and things like that. They're very skilled at what they do and it is not confusing. Well, it's confusing to those watching because they hide things with their hands. They use distraction, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they get you looking at something else while they do the thing in front of you. So for him to have lawlessness, it doesn't fit. This had to be the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The gift of discerning of spirits mm-hmm. works outside of natural understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can even see that in this, for I see. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? He can't see that with his physical eyes. No. So what is he seeing? Mm -hmm. Discerning is to see. Mm -hmm. To discern is to see the difference between. You perceive. You perceive accurately in the way the Lord does. Discerning of spirits is perceiving as the Lord perceives. Mm -hmm. Seeing what he sees. Mm -hmm. So that's why he could say, for I see that you are. How could he see inside a man? You don't see inside other people. No. But the Lord does. Mm -hmm. Yes. So when he allows you to see as he sees, you see inside others the way the Lord sees inside others. Mm -hmm. And that's why you can see this is the gift of discerning of spirits in operation in Peter's life. Because he sees what's going on inside Mm -hmm. Simon the sorcerer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, this... um, 
this discerning of spirits brought truth to yes. the situation. Yes. And it brought healing, mm -hmm. right? And it brought freedom. Yes. You know, you know, uh, Galatians 5.1 says that uh, Jesus went to the cross, set us free for freedom's sake, for liberty's sake, so we can walk in that freedom, that we don't have to be ensnared or entangled with those bonds anymore. We can just let them go. Mm -hmm. And you see that acting out exactly mm -hmm. right here, that that discerning of the spirits, spirits um, revealed the truth in the situation and helped Simon get free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, it's very powerful. Oh. I mean, he had been born again. Yes. So he was saved, mm -hmm. but a lot of the same habits mm -hmm. and ways of thinking mm -hmm. were still prevalent in his life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's when we get born again. I mean, we're saved, our spirit is saved, but sometimes we still have some of the same habits that the Holy Spirit begins to reveal and show and help us get through. And he does that with every person on a regular basis as we walk with him. Once in a while, he'll point out something and say, okay, this needs to change. And we go, oh. And we see mm -hmm. what needs to change. And we say, thank you, Lord. And then he helps you make the change. Mm -hmm. And that's the normal process in a Christian's life as they walk with the Lord. But this is an instantaneous moment mm -hmm. where he was still thinking, oh, I want this ability, this power. Mm -hmm. And that's the witchcraft thinking. That's the, mm -hmm. the same thing. I want this control. I want this power. Maybe I can buy it. Mm -hmm. That's that old thinking. Now, mm -hmm. he was still saved, but he was still thinking as he used to. Mm -hmm. And so that type of thinking is slavery. Mm -hmm. It's slavery to sinful thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what the Holy Spirit did by calling him out like that through Paul, uh, sorry, excuse me, through Peter, you think, well, that's pretty harsh. It was confrontational and what a harsh scenario. You just call him out. And, but no, it was doing that to expose what was wrong in his thinking, what was mm -hmm. wrong yeah. in his heart to expose it and bring it out into the light where it can be seen. Yeah, definitely. So that it can be dealt with yeah. and removed out of his life. Mm -hmm. Look at, he's like, he didn't even yeah. want to pray for himself. He's pray. like, you yeah. pray for me. <laughs> yeah. Because he really feels the conviction and the Absolutely. reality of that. Mm -hmm. Not just the outward acts of power that he was seeing, but the inward act of mm -hmm. power that the Spirit of God was doing in him mm -hmm. by revealing his sin in his life. Mm -hmm. But that's mercy to him. Oh, yeah. That's Absolutely. mercy to Simon because it allows him to see it and go, oh, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I don't want that in my life. How, you pray for I don't. I can't even pray for myself right now. You pray for me. Help me. Mm -hmm. Get this out of me. And that's the kind of attitude that he had towards something that a moment ago he was thinking, oh, yeah, maybe I can just offer him money. Then I can get this. Moments before he was thinking that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this instantaneous discerning of spirits through Peter shone the light in that darkness and s exposed that sinful thinking mm -hmm. so that it could be totally removed as mm -hmm. repentance mm -hmm. and forgiveness. Get it out of the life. Get mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. So it would be totally removed from his life in a moment's time. Mm -hmm. It's okay. wonderful. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Oh, you know, I, I believe that this is, we can see it again with Jesus when the man was uh, taken by his friends and dropped through the roof. Mm -hmm. Well, not dropped, but you know what I'm talking about. Lowered. Lowered, I think. Is right. <laughs> and he's lowered through the roof. He's paralyzed. And Jesus says to him, what? Get a, a spirit of iniquity. No, no, no. Like your, your sins are your your sins sins forgiven. Yeah, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. It was sin that was keeping him. There. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not the only, I mean, that's just one example. Exactly. But a lot of the times when people were in pain, were, were suffering something, he, there was a number of times where he said, your sins are forgiven. But I, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe in that instance where he was dropped through the roof, 
the Pharisees got all freaked out. Well, they usually do. They oh, usually okay. do. And and Jesus said to them, well, what's the difference between telling him, you know, you're healed, rise up and get him, but or your sins are forgiven? They're they're you know they're one and they're one and the same. It almost seemed like. Mm-hmm. Is that is that that situation? It is that situation. The interesting thing about this, and and this is why we want to talk about it, is because people then go away from the gift of, and hear, they hear about the gift of discerning of spirits and they want to learn and they want to operate in it. So then they start thinking and they go, one and one makes 10. <laughs> well, Jesus said, the guy's sick, your sins be forgiven. So they, like, they go away and they go, well, sin brings sickness. Oh. And so the next thing, you know, oh, they no. have put one and one together, like I said, made 10. And then the next thing, you know, every time they see sickness, they think you're in sin. Mm-hmm. Uh. But they missed the gift of discerning a spirit. That yeah. was that situation. And maybe a couple of others. But you can't take the natural situation, just That's like right. with Acts. They didn't take the natural thing and mm-hmm. go, oh, they didn't go after the witchcraft. They didn't go after what he was doing. Mm-hmm. God revealed their heart through the gift of discerning his spirits. They were able to discern what the spirit was doing. Some people are afraid and then they, they think they have a devil and there are some people who, and we are called to cast out devils. Mm-hmm. We are called to do that. That's mm-hmm. part of the whole package that we as believers are called to do. Yeah, they didn't just just disappear after the Bible was done written. That's right. <laughs> Go on, cast out devils. Yeah. Freely you receive, freely give. One thing, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, when discernment, discerning of spirits is in operation by the Holy Spirit, when that happens, it produces an immediate result. It yeah. sure does. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that say they saw this or they perceive that, but there are no results that follow. Mm-hmm. So then you have to wonder whether that was really this, oh, I saw, I had a dream, I had a picture, I had a vision, I saw this, I perceived that, I saw that, you got a devil, brother. All sorts of craziness <laughs> comes out of that claiming discerning of spirits. But really, if it is actually the Holy Spirit that is causing someone to see and perceive, like what we see here, there will be an immediate result, mm-hmm. and it will be a good and godly result. Amen. Amen. If there's no immediate good and godly result, it's not it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, that helps us to understand and differentiate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can discern and recognize things just as a Christian growing in the Spirit and, and beginning to perceive, hmm, I see some things. But you'll notice that's gradual and over a period of time and, and so on and so forth. This is as the Spirit wills and is immediate, like Mm -hmm. a working of miracles, which is also a gift of the Spirit, or gifts of healings. It's an immediate result Mm -hmm. because He comes in and He does it, and it's it's done. When He does something like that, it's done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in the same way, if it's really the discerning of spirits, it will have an immediate result, Mm -hmm. and it will be a good and godly result. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just for an example, uh, we were in a prayer meeting, and I had a vision. And this was several years ago. And and I had this vision of a big, big rock. I mean, the size bigger than this table. And a person standing in front of it with a tiny little hammer trying to, to get free. And they knew that in their life, there was just this big rock. They could Every time they tried to go forward, they hit this rock. And, and But they had this tiny little hammer. And and what came to I'm the hammer that breaks. The truth will break the rock. And Amen. that was what was rolling inside. And, mm. and so... Um, I, I offered the, the, I said, I've had this as, uh, and, and I kind of, in my, you know, I didn't say who the person was, but I was quite sure that I knew, but I didn't know they were new to the prayer meeting. And uh, we had gathered together to be praying for the city and things. 
And this lovely looking person who was sweet and big eyelashes and she just looked like harmless as a dove and she just was so sweet and so pretty and so nice and everything else. And she put her little hand up. She says, I believe that's me. And so I thought, all right. I said, well, the Lord said he's the hammer that breaks the rock and that you can be delivered. I didn't know she was in any trouble. I didn't know. I had no, I did not know her story. So I said, well, Lord, you showed the vision. If you showed the vision and this is true, let there be a result. So I said, let's all just pray. I'm going to raise up my hand in front of her and begin to pray. I said, Lord, as you said it, let it be. Well, this little precious little sweet thing turned into a crazy animal right in front of us. And, and I was very new at the whole deliverance business. And her little hands came up like this. She had long fingernails. And she was like growling. Ah! I was like, oh. <laughs> I was glad other people were praying as well. And, you know, I, I put on my best Christian face and, and thought, I better keep going. We started praying. We better go until this thing's done. She came free. Oh, praise the Lord. And, and the, I mean, and it was moments. It felt, you know, there's this moment when the Lord starts to move and you didn't have any warning kind of in that situation. You just did what God said. And, and uh, it just happens. And it feels like forever. It's like mm. time halts. It was all over in about two minutes. And, and and she just preciously got filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. I mean, the baptism of spirit that fell on her at that mm. moment was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Praise God. And and later, she after the meeting was over, she came and talked to me about the situations in her life. And she, she'd she been crying out to God for freedom. Mm. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise and, the you Lord. know, and God delivered her. And she went on to lead a happy life. So years later, and she was still happy and wonderful. Mm. The gift of discerning spirit has a purpose. Uh-huh. Yeah. Results. Exactly. And mm -hmm. they achieves a result. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Every time. And it's a good and godly result. Amen. Good and godly. We'll keep Amen. You. They all work by Holy Spirit's work in your life and mind. And as we yield to him, he'll do his thing and we can trust that. Amen. Amen. We believe God for you to hear his voice strongly Amen. without distraction, yes. without the things of this world troubling and holding you down. That's right. Mm -hmm. Be strong. Trust him. The mighty hand of our God is on us. Amen. 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 God bless.